Hello, I'm glad that you're on with us today. I want to talk about what I believe to be a very important subject matter, and that is understanding the power of our words. Most of us do not understand that. Many, many Christians do not understand the power of the words they speak. But I want to give us a little bit of biblical background to this, and then we'll see some practical applications of it. In the book of Genesis, chapter 1, we find that God spoke ten times and things sprung into existence. He spoke, let there be light, and suddenly light appears. Ten times in one chapter. And the Bible also indicates in the New Testament that God spoke the world into existence. And He did. You say, but that's God. I'm not God. I'm just a person. I'm a human. Correct. But the principle that he used in speaking things into existence is repeated in other places in the New Testament. Even Jesus spoke about it. So, you and I need to understand how much power is in our words for good or for bad. For example, Solomon said some 3,000 years ago in Proverbs 18.21, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it shall eat the fruit thereof. You, as a human being, have the power of either death or life in the words that you and I speak. I'm talking about in your own personal life, perhaps in your family's life. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. In fact, let me challenge you. Do just a surface reading of the book of Proverbs, and you will find there are 63 verses in that book that speak of the power and the effects of our words. Folks, words have power. There's the old saying, children's uh, saying, it said, uh, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Absolutely incorrect. Words hurt, and words can heal. It depends on which ones we speak. You can speak life-producing words, or you and I can speak death-producing words. So what about that? What do you mean by that? Well, I mean this. Well, I guess you know the COVID flu is going around, so I guess I'll get it. I've heard many, many people say that. And every time I get a chance, I remind them, every time you say that, those words, those creative words have been released into the atmosphere. Your body hears those words and responds to it. You just as easily could say, No, I know it's real, but no, I do not expect to get it. I expect to stay healthy in the midst of this. 
So now your body hears those words that you've spoken into the atmosphere. And those words being creative begins to see to it that things come to pass in alignment with what you said. You said, well, preacher, it surely can't be that simple. Oh, there's more that goes on in power of the words. But yes, that's the principle involved. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat the fruit thereof. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 12 and verse 36 and 7, He said, But I say to you that for every idle word men may speak, they will give an account of it in the day of judgment. For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. You and I are justified, that is, declared right, or wrong, condemned, by the words we speak. Now, let me give you another passage that most evangelicals know very well. It's Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. That if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, and will believe in your heart that God has raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. That principle of believing and declaring with your mouth is so basic to all evangelicals that if someone they believe is not right with God, these are verses they'll use to try to convince that person to turn to Christ as Lord and Savior. And that's correct to do so. My point is, however, that establishes a principle in the New Covenant of belief in your innermost being, the word here is heart, and declaring it with your mouth. He says, confess, agree with what you believe in your heart. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe He's the only Savior. I believe that He died on the cross, was buried, rose again, and ascended back to the right hand of the Father. Those are declarations that we can believe. Why do we believe that? Because the Bible says that. So we are believing what Scripture says with our innermost being. Now let me say, it's not just an assent with the mouth. Yes, I historically I believe there was this person named Jesus and so on. No, that's not what we're talking about is belief. We're talking about a belief, a sincere belief in the innermost part of you. I believe. Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And I declare with my mouth, He is my Lord and my Savior. That will get you born again into the kingdom of God. That will change your life for both time and eternity. And you can take that same principle and apply it to anything else that has been provided for you and me in the atonement. You can take the, the principle of believing in the heart, declaring it, agreeing with it, confessing it with your mouth. Take that same principle and it will work. Let me show you how else it works. Let's say that I mentioned the COVID-19. Let's say that, you know, it's flu season or somebody you know has gotten some other sickness or disease. And 
You say, well, I guess that's going to happen to me because, you know, it happened to Joe and Sally, so I guess it's going to happen to me as well. I guess, you know, I'm going to die of old age or I'm going to die in some calamity, some wreck, some uh, cancer or heart attack. Those are creative words when we believe and declare them. They're creative words. On the other hand, you say this, I know that, you know, COVID-19 is real, and I know people are dying, but I will not die. I will live and not die, because I believe the Word of God that says, by His stripes, I am healed. I believe because of what Jesus did, the stripes He took on His body for me, not only took care of my sin for all eternity, time and eternity, but it takes care. His stripes on His body was for the healing of my body. And by His stripes, I believe I receive my healing. Make declarations like that. Keep declaring it. Keep declaring it. So what if I don't feel any difference? It doesn't make any difference what you feel at the moment. You keep declaring what the Word of God says. Those words are creative. Now, there's two things. Remember, there's two things. You have to believe in your heart, and you have to declare it with your mouth. You say, but yeah, sometimes I, I know that what the Bible says is true, but I, I believe that, but I, my head still wants to doubt. He didn't say anything about doubt there. He said, shall not doubt in his heart. Not head, heart. Your head may doubt a lot of things, but it's what's in your heart, your innermost being. You are believing in your spirit on the inside. That's your heart. You're believing in your spirit. What the Bible says, that Jesus died, he was buried, he rose again. You believe and then you confess with your mouth. So I believe by the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. I believe I receive every promise that He's made me. I believe I walk in perfect health and victory. I believe my financial needs are met because He's given me power to get wealth, according to Deuteronomy. I believe, I believe, I believe. And what you believe and what you say is what you're going to get. And that's true negatively. And that's true positively. You're going to get what you believe and what you say. So folks, you and I need to start believing the right thing. So how can we change from negative words to positive words? You have to renew your mind with the Word of God. You have to read the promises of the Word of God, specifically the New Covenant. And you have to believe it and start declaring them. And as you do that, you are renewing your mind, your thinking processes, from negativity to positivity, from things that the world around here, and yes, even the religious world, claims to be true, but are not confirmed by Scripture. So you believe it, and you start renewing your mind. You start declaring it. And as you're doing that, here's what you're doing. You are appropriating it into your life. You see, there are many, many promises in the Word of God that God has made to you and me as believers. But many, many of us do not appropriate those provisions because A, we don't believe it. Two, we don't say it. So we need to do both things. We need to believe it with our heart. We need to say it with our mouth. We need to declare that it is truth, that it is working in our life. 
And as we do, we will start seeing more and more things like that come to pass. God bless you. I'll speak to you later in the week.